You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This Is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also for the podcast, a new sponsor, RCB Bank. The home market is booming and RCB Bank is here for you. If you're in the market to buy a home, a mortgage pre-qualification will make the process much easier. Talk to one of our mortgage professionals today. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, terms and restrictions apply, member FDIC, equal housing lender, RCB Bank, NMLS 798151. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hunt here, your host. Back with another episode down at the Bedford studio today. Uh, doing another podcast as always. Um, Bedford's have just been a fantastic supporter of this podcast and now we have a discount code so if you want to come and buy a camera or get prints you can use this is okay as your discount code and you'll get i think five percent off maybe a bit more depends who you ask but they've been awesome and and this is obviously where we record the podcast if you watch the videos on youtube facebook and instagram you'll see this beautiful set that we have uh, my guest today is donovan farrow to talk about cyber security stuff uh which everybody needs i mean we're all on our phones everyone uses tablets technologies laptops and people get hacked all the time i'm sure we're going to dive into it but donovan thanks for coming down yeah thanks for having me on i'm, I'm pretty excited actually Big fan. I like what you're doing for the state and like uh, getting the word out there. We've got some pretty, some pretty good good people here that need to be told. And uh, yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, but I mean, before we get into the cyber stuff, kind of how we start these podcasts off is, is you telling a little bit about yourself so we can set some context. So go all the way back, man. Where were you born and raised? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Anadarko, mm-hmm. um, a very small place. Um, everyone in Anadarko, no matter what they think, everyone is the most poorest people on the planet Earth. They're just, and, and no one's rich. So, <laughs> you know, the biggest thing there is to, uh, when you when you grow up, you go work at Walmart and yeah. they have benefits. So that's where you go. That's the big place to go. And, um, and even kind of going back, just uh, I kind of give this as a story about for surely cybersecurity, but like more like success. So you know, born and raised there. Mm-hmm. I actually had a kid when I was eighteen, super young, and but I learned in in school. Um, I was actually the kid that got in trouble all the time. Uh, I would always argue with teachers at all times and explain how I don't need algebra and how right. <laughs> it just yeah. it just wasn't for me. And it got to a point where they would just be like, hey, why don't you just leave? Why don't you go do something? And that was computers were really, really taking off. And I started to fix them. Mm-hmm. Um, really going back to just being poor is uh, I, I wanted, I needed, <clears throat> I would never download music uh, for free. But if I were going to do such things, there was a thing called Napster you could use. And yeah. I, so I had to build a computer. So was this before LimeWire? Because I was the generation that used LimeWire. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Napster was 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 the, the breaking point, right? Yeah. So it's probably been like 1996. Seven. Okay. And um, 
And what I did to help do that, uh, I asked one of my buddies, like, hey, I need to build a computer. He set this gigantic book down in front of me that was way too big for me to care about. And I uh, just mowed lawns. Yeah. And I built piece by piece. Um, recognized if you didn't have memory, it would do some type of beep things. And, yeah. you know, the power supply, what that meant. And I just kind of started there uh, kind of in high school. So so that's where you – growing up then, you were really trying to find something. And in a small town with not much to do, uh, you know, you, you, you either go to Walmart or whatever, or you, you know, and then you have a child. Yep. And you're just still kind of figuring out what you want to do. And then someone says – you know, I want to, you know, you, you figure out that, hang on, I want to download music on a computer. How do I get that? Yeah. And then go down this entire rabbit hole, and now we're, here we are today. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty wild. I'll do a quick fast forward, you know, kind of going back from starting there. Um, and I kind of tell this for people out there, you know, college and what your focus is, and um, you can always do something strong. There's always something you can find in your life that you're like, hey, if I do this and I'm an expert, you can excel at no matter mm-hmm. whether it's a podcast today we're talking about or, mm-hmm. or what I do, but like, having that and I just kept fixing computers and I just kept moving with this and I was like someone's like hey man we'll give you like 20 bucks to make a machine I was like oh this is cool you're like I have air conditioning like <laughs> I don't have to go outside right um, so I started doing that and you know I moved from Anadarko and I you know worked at a few other big places uh, I, I did um security and forensics mm-hmm. um, at some pretty big players, uh, obviously LinkedIn, but like Schlumberger, which mm-hmm. is um, headquartered out of Houston, did a lot of that there. Chesapeake Energy, back when it was cool. Not that it's not super cool now, but it was a little cooler. In the heyday. <laughs> In the heyday. Yeah. <laughs> right the way was what we say. Right. And then, you know, I went to work for Love's Travel Stops, built that from there, from the ground up, mm-hmm. and then worked for a company out of Tokyo for a while. And yeah. then I was like, you know, I, I just got to do this myself. Uh, travel a lot. I've worked incidents all over over the uh, the globe, yeah. Um, all the way, kind of bring us all full story to a, an advanced persistent threat, which is called APT in Germany, um, to the Philippines, to Mexico, to Canada. Um, honestly, it's just. It, everyone would just like, hey, like, can you do this? And I, I would always say yes, even right. though I had no idea. Right. Uh, one of my big funny stories is. He goes, email, so this thing called Exchange Server, and this was, I was very young. Someone's like, hey, can you set Exchange? I said, absolutely. Yeah. So so for all the young people out there, there was this place called Barnes & Noble that still exists on May. <laughs> you would go and buy a book, and it's very strange, right? You, you, you physically I don't, don't know how they're still in. Maybe it's the Starbucks in there that keeps them in business. <laughs> I, I don't so. know how they're still in business, but yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So I went in there and bought a book on Exchange, and they stuck me in a closet, as all IT people uh, are and mm-hmm. still do, and just read through it, and I was able to get through it so yeah. it's, it's, it's been a pretty pretty cool and wild ride honestly so when people like when you tell people what you do do they think like that you are like Q from James Bond or like any tech guy from Mission Impossible or, I mean just is that what like the cool part like you're like the kids are like oh do you do this yeah so so totally what I do is super cool it's the coolest thing you could ever do is, and this is my joke is I, I get paid to be a ethical criminal uh, so <laughs> yeah. so what we do you know, so we also we do cybersecurity. We understand that that is the protectiveness of you know protecting a company, and we yeah. do that. Um, one of our biggest industries is called uh, pen testing, and what we get paid to do is um, I get paid to break into your company like I'm a hacker. Mm-hmm. So so I'm either hacking you from the internet, yeah, on my computer, and I'm using free stuff that if you guys watch a whole bunch of videos and learn, you, you can, can do yourself, it, yeah. And also, um, one of the most uh, famous ones is um, we do what's called social engineering. 
so uh, I can been been very successful with it with our group is I can go in any building and get past any security and I could pick any lock mm-hmm. and get in your IT closet and take over your whole company. And it'll probably take me like uh, from what we say from uh, from the beginning to the end. We can probably do this in like less than five minutes. Wow. Uh, we recently did this for a local bank here that said it would be impossible because they had two security guards. Yeah. And they check everyone I- ID, which they did. And they and you stopped had, us. Yeah. You know, they yeah, stopped. Yeah. That was, and was you like, had ID. Yeah. 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 And I had an ID. And they were yeah. like, we stopped us. And what they did is they gave us a, a pass because we wanted to tour their facility because they still know who we were. Right. So what we did is we got the ID cards because it's a guest visitor. Mm-hmm. So we just took it and then duplicated it and gave the one they gave us back. Yeah. So we came back as a visitor and just scanned in the whole building yeah. and uh, took the whole company over. So. Right, and that's a good point because, like, like I said, if you're being paid to protect them, you've got to know their their weaknesses first. And you so you've got to come in and be like, hey, if someone's going to, you know, because someone's going to hack you, yeah. they're going to hack you from a million different ways and we need to make sure that all those doors are closed. Exactly. So, again, the world that we live in, um, cybersecurity hacking, there's many places you can get breached at. So you have obviously the physical stuff, you have the computer stuff, you have someone clicking on an email. We can send someone what's called a phishing email mm-hmm. with the PH, not the cool, like yeah. relaxing phishing, more, a little more tense. But uh, we'll send those out and people click on it and we can literally take over entire company. Yeah. Um, give you another cool example. This is, obviously I love this stuff. I talk about it. Oh, I'm fascinated. <laughs> so. we, we're going to talk for a long time about this stuff. Yeah. yeah so, um, we had a very large company here, and I'll give you an example how phishing works. So, um, so I would send an email, and someone, you know, it's, I'm always going to do something, uh, and sh- <laughs> you guys are going to laugh, is I want to make sure that everyone got their $250 uh, COVID uh, check last year. Mm-hmm. So we sent these emails out. These are obviously fake emails. Yeah. And if you click on it, it puts to the, it's called the Office 365, or you usually log in. It, I made an exact web page just like it, yeah. and even had their logo in the top left. That way they yeah. knew. It, it was, was legit. It was yeah. legit as can yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one guy put his credentials in there. So what I did is then I took over his mailbox. So imagine I'm working from home just like him. Mm-hmm. I have his username and password. And now um, there was a company video they sent and said, hey, this is a video about the CEO. Oh, my gosh. We want some feedback. Yeah. So I took his email and I replied back to everyone in the entire company because I'm just a silly person. Right. And who does that? Exactly. And I'm like, I can't get in this website. It keeps asking for my username and password. They sent what's called a bit.ly link, which is the tiny link. And I basically put that link that looked exactly, I typed it exactly the same and put yeah. it to my link. What happened was a lot of people said, yeah, I'm getting the same thing. I was like, I ended my credentials and I can't download the video. Yeah. So then all of a sudden I have six people's credentials. And then all of a sudden um, I am negotiating a lunch with, on behalf of this person, I have their email yeah. with the CEO. Yeah. And, um, and <laughs> after, after I, I, we let, let her know what we did, I said, also, by the way, uh, Joe Joe Whatever, Joe Smith yeah. will not be meeting you lunch. That was me, and the look on her face was priceless. Yeah, and and uh, like you said, this stuff can be learned from YouTube or from videos on the internet, uh, which yep. is, I mean, it's scary, really. Yeah, it, I'm sure you get you know you think about it from a like if you didn't do what you did, and there's someone out there, and you know, like I said, you do the it ethically. If there wasn't somebody doing it, do some serious damage. Absolutely, and uh, you know, kind of give scope to that. Um, we work with a lot of oil and gas, and you know, um, midstream companies. What's scary about it is that um, we went on this. We do. We also protect this huge across the entire world. It's a it's a chemical plant. Um, I can tell you that. 
just from me trying to walk in the building, how easy that was. Or mm-hmm. secondly, um, they said, hey, this facility is locked down. Like we have yeah. patrols. I'm like, okay, that's good. Perfect. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm walking around this huge, this facility is probably like, it was a It was like, I'm not even exactly, probably 300 acres. Mm-hmm. So I found some railroad tracks and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk the railroad tracks. So I walked railroad tracks for about a mile and a half. Yeah. And then I just cut in. And then everyone's driving by in these, like, you know, suits. And I'm just waving at them, like, hey, yeah. what's going on? Start and no rolling. one's like, hey, weird person wearing <laughs> normal clothes. <laughs> you know, what are you doing here? Yeah. And and I had to explain to them. They said, well, you know, that fence has always been open. I'm like, okay, you should fix it. They're like, yeah, but it's always been like that. I was like, until someone until gets, someone something gets, explodes. Yeah. Right. Like, it was a, it, yeah. they, they made and, then, and then you make the news. And like, well, what happened? Oh, someone <laughs> came into a gate or a fence that was, was open. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. It was yeah. closed. Not really. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so the news Jeez. Brilliant. Uh, so, okay. So, so some of these examples, right? To take us a little bit back then. So, so you get into, you get into, you realize that you're good at computers. You start building computers. Yeah. How do you go from there to start work? Do you why, do you go to university? Yeah. Like, where does that where, where's that middle gap that we missed? What yeah. happens there? Yeah. So what happened was is um, I never said no to anything. Okay. And what I didn't realize um, early back in the day, you guys remember when McAfee came out and Symantec, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, this is a virus scanner and it stops viruses. And I was like, hey, that's kind of neat. And what I found it actually did, it actually helped, it actually stopped me doing my work sometimes. So I just figured out how to disable it from a lower part of the machine. Yeah. And me knowing networking, like how, how computers flow on a network, how they're connected. And I did this to fix stuff. Uh, also servers, email, I learned how to fix stuff. And over time, um, someone say, hey, we're locked out of this server. Can you get in? I was like, oh, yeah, there's this. It wasn't called an exploit. It was yeah. called it was called basically a workaround is what we called it. It's a workaround. You have to do this and this USB stick. And I was so I did these workarounds. And then as time progressed, I figured out, I was like, oh, this is called hacking. <laughs> like, that's what they're calling this on the news. Yeah, I had no idea it was hacking because yeah. because I used th- those techniques to help me facilitate and fix stuff. Gotcha. Um, and it was kind of like. One of those things is, again, my company, when it first started, again, it's 10 years old now, called Alias Forensic. We've since moved to the word aliases. Um, I started that uh, because kind of going to forensics is kind of hand in hand, mm-hmm. is people were getting accused of crimes that they didn't do on computers. Yeah. Um, back in 2008, there was a gentleman who worked for the state of Virginia. Um his machine was running slow. He brought in the IT guy, and it was it was riddled of illegal pornography, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And the expert in that case was the IT guy that took it and said, hey, this is illegal. FBI came and escorted him out. He was the uh, president or the vice president of the Boys and Girls Club. He was two years from retiring from the state. Just ruining his life. Over, yeah. It's it's and over. He had nothing over. to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Yeah. So what happened? Everything got removed. Obviously, he got death threats for whatever was happening. Sure. His wife. They moved to a different state. Uh, Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars later, he found a forensic examiner. Yeah. Digital forensic examiner, and plugged in the network and showed that it was actually viruses downloading this stuff and distributing it. He didn't know about it. Yeah. This guy barely knew how to use a computer, and that was when I started doing the forensics because the. IT people involved in that world, and even um, this may sound wild, kind of, kind of as we kind of scale, mm-hmm. dash your yeah. uh, answer larger than it should be. Um, um, he got, he almost got convicted for something he didn't do, and the IT person wasn't smart enough to realize what exactly digital forensics was. 
Gotcha. Um, and since when I started that, I have worked over personally 2,200 court cases. Um, I'm a certified expert witness in state and federal court mm-hmm. uh, on behalf of digital forensics and security. Yeah. And I have worked with and against <laughs> the uh, FBI, the CIA, Secret Service, OSBI, and all law enforcement prior to the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. Just to follow that that yeah. trail that only, you know, like you and other skilled in, you know, people can do correct and brought in because of the skill that you have to that, find this stuff that your average IT guy probably can't find. Yeah, and it's scary because I can tell you, even as of two years ago, I had a guy at a lot, and you can look the case up. I worked it; it's public record, nothing mm-hmm. hidden here. Um, he almost got thrown in jail for the rest of his life forever. He he worked at Goodyear again. This is on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there for uh, eighteen years. Um, he got convicted, or I'm sorry, accused accused by the um, OSBI and the FBI that he was doing something illegal in that manner. Mm-hmm. Um, we finally went to hearing. He lost his job, his pension. He worked at 7-Eleven. Nothing wrong with that. Just saying where he was. He mm-hmm. was there for 20 years. And he he actually got his case. Uh, he, got, he got released because they, yeah. they collected data incorrectly. Wow. And you talk about this guy's, his life was over. Yeah, he, he even told me he got death threats and what the news went back and they just cut his yeah. face out of the uh, the news article. Yeah, it's crazy. Jeez, that's yeah. You're right. I mean, yeah. it's it's so easy for someone to do that to you. Yep. You know. Like yeah. It's and and obviously the the people that you would think like like the first example you gave is is people in power of people who like they need to get out of for any reason or whatever it is. I mean. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's not that you know I would say this law enforcement or any any entity is like bad or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm sure. saying we're all human. Yeah. And we're all make mistakes. Yeah. And you can ask. I mean, that we uh, myself, my team, and, and also the law enforcement, we actually have that respect for each other. They know that I'm not. If someone's guilty, it's easy peasy. I, I don't know, like five ten minutes, easy. But if yeah. it, drags out like there's something wrong there and to kind of be a part of that to be something bigger on the defense side yeah, yeah and yeah. we work a lot with people who can't afford attorneys that's kind right. of where we started you uh-huh. can't you guys you guys know that one you know if you can't yeah. afford attorney one will be provided yeah those are the team members we work with a lot because you can't i mean it's it's impossible my fees are expensive and so is an attorney right and good luck going up yeah. against the federal government or even the state government yeah, when yep. when you're right, you're right. When the person that you need to find to prove your innocence is, like I said, either expensive or you don't even know who that person is. Yep. Or find how to find them. Exactly, and that that was how um, that was how the company started. Yeah. Right. So, which is a cool story, and we still do yeah, that today. Definitely. We still help out a bunch of people because it's not, it's just not fair. And and again, we have a law of court. That's the balance of our life, right? And if you yeah. can both be balanced on what comes in, what comes out, um, if guilty is guilty, so be it. Right. Um, I always tell people, it sounds terrible. I said, the best witness in the case of digital cases is the data. Mm-hmm. Has no emotions. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't care about it's you. Fact. Doesn't yeah. care about the judge, the jury, nobody. Yeah. It either did or did not happen because yeah. the computer said so. And that's a good interpretation we have when we testify in court. Yeah. I, I mean, what, what, so to that point, right, I just said it's black and white like it is yeah. on paper, but what is it? What is the term that you use? Is it the same as black? I mean, so, black uh, and white means well, the same thing. Yeah, so but I, I say ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. It's it's either on yeah. or it's off. Okay. I want to just yeah, curiosity. No, no, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Black and white, ones yeah. and zeros. It, again, there's there's no gray. It either happened or it didn't. Right. And even, you know, a lot of people, we get involved and they'll, like, delete data. And I'm like, oh, man, like, it's listen. It's not always deleted. Listen, I'm, I see that you did it. You know what? I saw you yeah. deleted that on the day that you got our discovery request in the mail. Yeah. One, one was funny, and it was um, – I remember this because it was on my birthday. 
And we, it just happened to be my birthday. And I was like, oh, it's my birthday. And they got a request to preserve all data because it was a fraud. Because we do business yeah, to yeah. business too, right? Mm-hmm. And they just deleted everything. And I was like, well, you deleted everything when you got this this letter that night at 6.44 p.m. Yeah. Like, how did you do that? I was like, well, just the computer said so. Yeah. Uh, I don't like know, man. It's, it's telling <laughs> yeah, me. I, I plug in my me. stuff and it tells me everything about it. Yeah. So tell yeah. me about kind of like some of the international work. That must be cool. And yeah. when you get the phone call that says, hey, I want you to work on a, you know, a huge corporation or whatever or, you know yeah that's so one of one of the biggest ones was uh, again this is, is maybe too big but we had a international uh, entertainer um, that you guys may know probably been there with your family a few times that um, someone infected a, a POS system which is a point of sale mm-hmm. and what they had done was it was it was pretty genius the way these systems work is um, uh, a POS system like you know you have a card they all are connected to like a we'll say a mother computer sure. right and this mother computer pushes the software out to everything so as opposed to them infect like the card itself or even someone skimming your credit card mm-hmm. they infected the mother computer so it stole everything yeah and how we got involved is how this typically works is it's not a secret um, the FBI sends you a letter and says hey uh, your stuff was most likely compromised because we have 58 or 58,000 yeah. people right. that their credit card has been flagged as fraud and they were using your facility and you have to go investigate. Yeah. Which is great, but two months is a long time when it comes to digital data and you're like, I hope that we have the data. Right? How do we find the data? And you kind of go back and that was a good, good kind of follow-up is um, forensics is what happened on the computer. Well, what you're talking about right now is called incident response. Gotcha. IR. And it's, well, Donovan, you know, I had to approach a, you know, a while back, a client said, well, if you can figure out what, the, what happened on a computer, can't tell what a hacker did? I'm like, yeah, I guess I can. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can tell you what they loaded on the machine, what it does, yeah. where it went. And that's like a, a different kind of service, cybersecurity, because sure. now we're protecting uh, facilities. And, and we've done this quite a bit. Um, I can tell you the incident responses, you guys may be familiar with the word ransomware. Mm-hmm. Um, if a company gets ransomware, I have personally uh, talked to and debated with uh, hackers online and like been, you know, like, hey, I'm just a you know, new IT guy trying to get this. And they're like, we know how many computers you have. And I'm like, no, you don't. You're, you're, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So I've negotiated with those because sometimes people want to pay it. Sometimes people don't. Right. And uh, one time we did have um, uh, from, from a post online, I read a story about a guy who did something to a person that was holding someone ransom. Yeah. Is they weren't giving them the keys, so they just started to send them uh, 10,000 email messages every uh, minute. And yeah. what this Reddit post said is they said, hey, we want our keys or we're just going to keep sending you email. And um, and the guy and the hacker said, well, if you keep doing this, we're not going to help you. So, again, what happened was they sent so many email messages, their campaign, which was to rip people off, was collapsed. Yeah. Again, I read that online. It's a good story. Jeez. So it's a, I'm it, sure there's so many of these. A wild well. west. Yeah. It, it's a wild west. And, you know, a lot of people are like, even the you know, FBI rightly says, you know, don't pay them because it could, you know, it's, yeah. you know, national crime and it is until you have uh, maybe last year you know we worked with a multi-billion dollar energy company that is about to lose uh, like 1.8 billion dollars and they don't yeah. have access to their data Wow. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe 150 grand doesn't sound too bad. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Right? To save you that, especially yeah, when you're talking on that scale yep. like it's 
Yeah, so it's 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 pretty dicey. Obviously, we we have massive NDAs on all of that. Sure. But, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird world, and it's actually good to to make sure that Oklahoma and we're kind of in the mid- Midwest right now mm-hmm. to build this. Um, I can tell you that we had a little bit of you know people that did it here earlier, but from my team, Alias Man, we have expanded significantly um, in the cybersecurity world. Um, to help protect assets. I'm born and raised here. Um, I got four kids. And as I always said, I mean, I want my kids to be here. I want them to have a, a life that not being taken away by outside influences. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing industry. And, and honestly, I, we're, we're, if there's very little, we might be the only ones with truly leaders for the state in mm-hmm. cybersecurity. Yeah. So to that point then, being, like I said, born and raised here and and having the, you know, 10, 11 years in the business and being in Oklahoma City and having that kind of like... I mean, I'm sure that, you know, like, like you've traveled all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's so many places that you think, oh, I would love to be here, or I could have gone somewhere else to work. Like, why did you stay in Oklahoma City? Man, that is a really good question, because, listen, when I was working for the company out of Tokyo, it was pretty cool. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, lie. Right, yeah. Oklahoma's wonderful, but Tokyo right. is pretty cool, too, if you haven't yeah. been there. Um, so Tokyo and Germany, Mexico and Calgary, I was there a lot. Um, man, it was so it's kind of one of those things. Is, it's funny is I worked for international global companies and I'd come in there and they'd be like, so where are you from? And it depends on like how many, uh, how many bourbons I've had, you know, when you're talking about <laughs> right, draw yeah, comes yeah. out, you know, I'm talking about a lot of Oklahoma people starts yeah. to develop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, the same with me with my accent from the UK. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, you yeah, get, yeah. get a, I have a get, few drinks. Get some game Boddington's over. in there. Yeah. You know, sorry. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and they're just like, they're like, so where are you from? Uh, New York or, you know, California. I'm like, I'm from Oklahoma home and they're like do y'all have running water I was like just yeah about a year yeah, and a half ago and we have Wi-Fi yeah. we have Wi-Fi it's slow just, yeah. just slow it's, uh, it's a little faster than dial up now I thank you for asking <laughs> but to see um People, I mean, it literally was. They called them. They, they, they talked. I mean, they just. I mean, they don't know, right? Sure. They talked natively about Oklahoma. They literally called it flyover country. I always thought that was like mm-hmm. a hoax, but they called it flyover country because there's nothing here, right? Technically, to their eyes, right? And 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 you know, I really was. I I made their heads explode when I told them I, I, I skeet shoot. They're like, wait, with like real guns? I was like, yeah, like a shotgun. They're like that. Their heads explode because I'm talking to people that are hardcore San Francisco people. Yeah, I can tell yeah, you yeah, that yeah. there are huge, probably 12 huge companies there that I have worked for specifically yeah. to help protect them for incident response and security. Like I did that myself. Mm-hmm. And for them to know that Oklahoma has a talent pool like that, yeah. their, their heads kind of explode. So. It was kind of like, a, you know, uh, it just it, the East Coast, West Coast, other countries just weren't really for me mm-hmm. um, because I knew that, um, you know, born and raised here, my family's been here forever. I could go back for generations. They were here way, way mm-hmm. before a lot of people were sharecroppers. And um, to build something here, honestly, would have been easier for me mm-hmm. than in San Francisco. Um, I proudly, because I don't understand money, I'm not a money guy, um, my company has zero debt. Mm-hmm. I literally started my company with 40 bucks. Still have no debt. I'm a cash guy. Yeah. I don't understand. I know what plus and minus is. Yeah. Take that algebra teachers. Just kidding. Full circle. <laughs> just kidding. But, yeah. but like, I know like you can spend so much and you can't, right? So. Yeah. Oklahoma was a great, and I work with a lot of great people, you know, you know, at uh, Chesapeake Loves and Slumberjay, like there's a huge talent pool and people want to stay here. If, if they lose, we lose and they go to Dallas yeah. and we actually have a branch in Dallas now. So I was able to get them too, but mm-hmm. the talent pool is major. And honestly, it's, it's affordable for me. 
um, for me to hire someone here. It's, it's I mean, we pay people really well. Um, I just throw it out there, like, our, you know, decent people. And I only say this because I want everyone to come work for me. Of so course. if you're looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, th- those jobs are definitely high end. You look at our website. You know, anywhere from seventy to one hundred and fifty grand a year in cybersecurity, depending on your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to take that money and shove it back into the state because, um, man, it's 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 a pretty cheap place to live. Yeah. And, and I can live, I, I can live, quote unquote, in the country, but I can drive, you know, 24 minutes to the big Oklahoma City, right? Yeah. Um, Everything so, around you is 20 minutes. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, always 20 minutes. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that, that, that was kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do travel a lot. We still travel a lot. So I was able to kind of balance book. I, I love going, traveling all the, uh, the world and, and kind of experience that. But at the same time, having roots here, which is a little more grounded. Yeah. And um, reality is heavy here. Mm-hmm. Um, from where I've been. Um, I always say there's a lot of people in the world that live the Instagram life. Um, oh, that's yeah. not real. It's not real. And um, to kind of start from the ground up, like mm-hmm. literally from the dirt in Oklahoma to build something um, takes a lot of willpower and people want you to succeed here. Um, they really do. And, you yeah. know, kind of go into that and I'm just kind of moving in as we, we were able to you know, and the state was able to see it. We were able to win a very large contract with the state of Oklahoma. You guys can look that up online. Very proud of that. Mm-hmm. And from that, it's it's a win-win. It's my job, what I always wanted to make a security company. And don't get me wrong, oil and gas is great. But, man, you guys ride that wave. Like, I would love for people to be like, man, Oklahoma? Yeah. Dude, that's where we get cybersecurity people. Yeah. That's that's the place. I want to build a legacy. I want to build a new industry in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the state of Oklahoma granting us that wonderful contract, um, you know, you pay state dollars. Um, Alias is working that job. We're, we're actually doing a monitoring service for the entire state. Like, could be traffic lights, could be gasoline stations. We're monitoring right. the whole state. We're making the solution. Yeah. And I'm going to take that money, and I'm going to give it back to Oklahomans who yeah. are going to work for me, who are going to pay taxes that go to the state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're not hiring some someone yeah. who sat in a, in, in a coffee shop on a laptop halfway around the world for cheap. That's correct. You know? Yeah. That's not what we do. We don't outsource anything. Mm-hmm. Um, all my staff works here in uh, Oklahoma. There are a few in Dallas, but uh, all Oklahoma local people who know the industry, who know what they do. Dallas and Oklahoma City and Tulsa mm-hmm. is, and it's, that means a lot to me. My legacy means more to me than than anything because, uh, you know, I want my kids to look back and be like, man, that was my dad. That's so cool. I'm proud of him. Yeah. And man, I, I want to be that too. And I hope that I, I even on this podcast, thanks for bringing me on again. I hope that I can in in, in help instill some passion Definitely. in the entrepreneurial world um, to make something bigger than yourself and, you know, give that back. Because if it wasn't for the state, if it wasn't for where you were brought up, you wouldn't have it. Right. So it's our job to give back and make the world a better place. Definitely. What is the scene here like in technology, in cyber stuff? Like, I mean, what's like the, I guess, yeah, the tech scene here in Oklahoma City like over, I mean... I'm sure when you started, it was nothing, but over the last 10, 12, whatever years it's been, like, I mean, yeah. what's it like? Yeah, so definitely when I started, um, we worked with uh, InfraGuard. There was a partnership with the FBI, and there was probably like, I don't know, they had like little meetups, uh, mm-hmm. and there'd be like maybe like three or four people there. <laughs> yeah. And it was cool, and I was pretty young at the time, but, uh, you know, as it spun up, um, there's three different meetup groups in Tulsa now, uh, three in Oklahoma City. Um, It's really expanded. Um, The security world is really, really, really narrow, very niche. And these organizations, um, I'll say, go back to all the uh, energy, uh, oil and gas groups, uh, even 
uh, OGE, um, Williams uh, are letting their people go to these groups and learn new stuff. Um, so what we come, uh, us alias is a consulting side, but um, having them starting participating and also bringing in talent from other places uh, because it is really thin mm-hmm. um, has been an amazing, amazing journey to see it come from really nothing to its own kind of stable environment. I don't have to go to every meeting now, which I'm excited <laughs> to kind of help the audience. Right. I don't have to present at every meeting now. Yeah. And, um, what we've done to kind of harbor that is uh, the talent pool is really young here, really thin. So mm-hmm. we started um, really started probing the um, the tech schools, um, and we have been able to actually hire three people from the tech schools to kind of harbor that. So what we're doing is. Um, the state has honestly given us a cool little scholarship. We hire some interns, and I have the interns go out and make sure that they're preaching to the masses. Mm-hmm. Because not only do we want more people, but we want people to understand why it's important. Because if not, um, our riches in Oklahoma will be stolen from hackers. So, um, man, it's it's it, again. I can't. I can only tell you this right now. In the past three years, we've doubled and a half. And in the next five years, I I mean, this could almost be a new industry, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I have a friend of mine. His wife works for og on the tech side. Yeah. And, I mean, she couldn't say, obviously, what... And she told me what she does, um, but she couldn't obviously go into much detail. But she's like, yeah, it's like, it's a legit thing. Like, yeah. you think about, like, when your power goes out or something happens, if someone hacked into the grid and shut everything down, like, that's a problem. Like, we need to figure this out, so... Yeah, definitely a problem. Yeah, yeah. You, you think you take even uh, the midstream company that just got purchased and all the oil and gas are going to midstream, more mm-hmm. self-automated system. Right. Um, that stuff is not safe. Uh, yeah. We're getting there, and being a part to secure Oklahoma, you know, uh, you know, down the road is, has been uh, pretty major. Um, has been a very exciting. Right. Movie. Well, I mean, if anybody has seen the you know the Die Hard movie where the hacker's in there and he's channeling all the gas to one location, it blows up. Like that's a real possibility, right? Yeah, and it's not just in movies. It's pretty wild. You, you yeah. think like uh, so. Even we we do a lot of just surfing on the, the internet because anything connected to the internet is open and free mm-hmm. touch. And there's a lot of what's called SCADA, ICS, whatever you want to call it, ITOT, that are connected there. Um, that sometimes we're like, hey, energy company, are you aware that? I yeah. can see this, and you have no password on this mm-hmm. SCADA system that has vacuums attached to it that could explode. Just heads up. I mean, yeah. you, right. this is not— If I was a bad person, <laughs> I would be pushing this button right now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we definitely—that's kind of gray hat stuff. We don't do that a lot, but if we see something that could be, you know, from that scale, is, is, is we definitely try to let them know. Yeah. Is it—I mean, the more you've been in the business and the, the things that you've seen, is it—I mean, does it worry you? Like, is it scary? Like, to, is it scary to the point that we're, like— like, because you know there's a lot of people that don't know this stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah, so the answer is yes out of the gate. But, it, I, you know, I always think that uh, I don't know a lot. I always say it all the time. I don't think I'll ever be like, yeah, I know a lot. Right. I'm just honestly terrified to death. Like, people don't even understand. Like, what I preach is when I go to presentations, I tell people all the time, like, do you really need Do you really need that connected to the Internet? Mm-hmm. Do you really need to know if you have ketchup in your refrigerator? <laughs> like, do you really need to turn your washer with your cell phone? Like, that's the craziest <laughs> stuff I've ever heard. I'm like, yeah. we don't need that. It no. sounds fun. But, like, I'm telling you, like, I'll give it one more year, tops. Everyone's going to have ransomware on their refrigerators. And yeah. it's going to be the most horrific, just whatever meme, like internet trash, and it's going to be stuck on your refrigerator. And the refrigerator's going to be like, I have no idea. This is ransomware. I guess you got to pay them money to yeah. reset the circuit board, something. <laughs> it, it's, it's terrifying. So I tell people, you know, 
especially the SCADA system, that stuff, that's, uh, I'm sorry, that's the uh, pipeline stuff. Mm -hmm. That stuff's coming along. It's always been there, but someone's yeah. like, we should connect to the internet, which I understand is easy accessibility, mm -hmm. but you have to understand what you're building. And even, you know, I'll say everyone, and, and this is for you small business people out there, you're not too small to be compromised. Right. Um, they will get you because you're easy. Yeah. Um, we worked a dentist office in Southwest Oklahoma. There was a, a tire staff of three people Ransom weird, okay? Yeah. For five grand. Yeah. Twenty years of records. Gone. And okay. they, they wanted five grand. Five grand. Yeah. Yep, five grand. Five grand Bitcoin, which can just yeah. blow, you know, the doctor's <laughs> mind, right? Right. What does that even mean? Yeah. All the way up to a sixty four billion dollar uh, energy company that we've worked for. So right. no one's immune to it. Yeah. yeah no one's so, immune to it. So to that point then give people who are listening some some I guess advice or things you know pointers to give some value today I mean how do they how do they fight against it what do they do what are the steps they can take to prevent it yeah so um, uh, we'll start kind of at the baseline um, for say small business medium business whatever um, just because you know you think you're secure you should always have it tested that's kind of what we do mm -hmm. so we have that art um, I can tell you that there's never been a company we work for where we haven't been able to quote unquote break in as a hacker sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. No one's perfect. That's not what you do, right? Because yeah. your your job as an IT guy is to make sure stuff is working is correctly. Working. Correct. Yeah. Um, I give this quick uh, uh, kind of comparison. You have your house that you live in. You lock the doors. You set your alarm, and you turn your video cameras. Mm -hmm. Why? So what happens is people do that, but in order to access email and stuff, they open up all their windows. And everyone can get in the windows. And people don't realize that. That's kind of what a firewall is. That is your front door to your yeah. business. But then you open up all the windows because you need to have access to your video, your Skype, your yeah. Teams, your email. Right. And we can kind of go in there and help shape that because – and it's not that the IT guys aren't doing their job. It's just – it's not what they do. Um, we're like a brain surgeon. Mm -hmm. The IT guys are like the cold duct you go to. Different art, different world. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's – Great way to explain it. Uh, you mentioned, you know, like you kind of business is growing, and you think over, you know, over the next few years, it could it could really, really grow. Um, very exciting, obviously, and hiring more Oklahomans, you know, and I definitely get sense your passion in that as well. Uh, what about you, like personally, though? What, what's kind of the plan going forward? And I mean, traveling more, doing more work outside, keeping more work here. Like, what? I mean, what, where do you see it going for for you, kind of? Yeah. Next, whatever. Yeah, right. So me Five personally, I, I do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Yeah. I have other businesses that I do. Tell me about them. Uh, so, well, I, as with everyone on the planet Earth, this is my second time I, I do the marijuana grow. Yeah. Which, hey, you do what you want. I don't actually use it, but I appreciate all my people that yeah, <laughs> purchase yeah. it. So I do that. It's my second business for that. You're um, on, the, on the grow side. On the grow side. Okay. I don't do dispensary. Yeah. Because um, you know, I'm an IT guy at heart. I don't like to talk to humans, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I've got this stuff growing here. Somebody just come and take it. Yeah. Just, give just, me money for it. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to sell it. Yeah. Another Oklahoma company, right? And then yeah. uh, it's funny is I'm actually I, I make movies. Okay. So right now I'm making a movie. We're about to finish. Yeah. Uh, we're about to film next week, actually. Yeah. Um, Who do you do those with? It's I am. I'm the I'm the executive yeah. producer, right? So, so you, you contract staff. out all Correct. the yep. everything out, yeah, and out and everything. Yeah. We're gonna do the uh, 48, which is the 48 hour production thing. We're gonna do that okay. one. We're entered in that one. Yeah. And then we're gonna. It's called the unintended sequel. 
Um, it's basically a horror film. It's fun for me. Yeah. Um, bringing a whole bunch of Oklahoma uh, people. Uh, we have one girl, I'm not going to say her name, but she was on the face off the sci fi thing. She's going to do okay. the costume and makeup, yeah, which I was yeah. excited to see someone in Oklahoma be on that. Right. So I, was, I wanted to get her involved um, yeah. because anyone in Oklahoma, again, going back to that, I wanted to be successful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oklahoma will be a, a movie. Uh, uh, state soon it uh-huh. already is yeah um, so I'm kind of not really hopping on that train but it's exciting to see um, uh, you know all the politicians always talk about it, but it's kind of <laughs> nice to see some yeah. someone actually it actually making sense mm-hmm. people are wanting to come in right um, like the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio out of uh, Bartlesville whatever yeah. that movie uh-huh. was yeah and then Stillwater Kills the Fire and everybody out there and yeah. then uh, the new uh, I haven't seen the Stillwater one yet it's just come out right yeah correct yeah. and then the the one with the uh, the native kids reservation kids of, dogs yeah out of El yeah. Mogi, which yeah. is great so I have uh, there's a podcast that I did a couple of months ago it might be a few months ago now it's been in the editing bay for a long time. <laughs> We've been going back and forth, um, but the guest uh, was in Reservation Dogs. She is she moved here, uh, grew up in California, went to Florida, then makeup stuff. Yeah. Was doing makeup on sets, and then she got into being a female stunt or a stunt woman. Nice, and she is an absolute badass. Like rides <laughs> motorcycles, drifts cars, but she's in the bar scene where like the there's. Uh, She's basically like the guy's telling stories about how many people he knocked out. And then right, he right, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She's one of the people that gets knocked out. She like runs towards him. And <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah. that podcast will come out soon. Uh, Perfect. With no. Krista, yeah. And, and and well said. It's it's exciting to see anything that, I don't know, I'm so Oklahoma driven, but there's so much talent here and it's yeah. super untapped. And to be a part of any of that industry, if people say, you know, Don was part of, you know, because I had yeah. probably one of the first girls and all that stuff because that's fun. And then like cybersecurity and the movies, like just to build something something bigger than myself and right. maybe one day I'll make it to well, a book I don't know and, and a lot of opportunity too right and then yep. you kind of like being it seems like being in cyberspace you kind of have your you know Tent, whatever forensic tentacles sure. let's call them yeah. everywhere you see what's coming you see what's popping and in Oklahoma it seems very easy to start a business it is. regardless of what it is yep. right like you said you don't necessarily you know, care for people who are not careful, but you don't necessarily do the smoking thing, but you grow it because that's a huge opportunity here at yep. the moment. Exactly. Uh, and, and the movie business too. Yeah. And, and to use, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, appreciate getting paid for all my services as well, but mm-hmm. like, like it's cool to have that because all I'm going to do is as a serial entrepreneurial, um, I'm just going to reinvest that back yeah. in another company and make it something bigger mm-hmm. and something that, that, uh, people can be a part of, uh, because it's, you know, again, I don't understand yeah. investing and like a lot of oil and gas, they get a lot of investment company. I don't have that, but for me to be able to push that and provide that to mm-hmm. other people. And it's just, you know, yeah. it's, it's all around good, just, you know, good sense for myself and the community and, and other people so they can have something bigger than themselves. Right. A lot of tech guys that kind of you see or, or have heard, or even personal friends that I know that are in tech, a lot of them like fancy things like cars. You don't seem to strike me as a person that, that, that like, like, you didn't roll up here like some tech person who's, you know, in a Lamborghini or whatever. I didn't. I didn't. You did the Oklahoma thing and rolled up in a Raptor. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, so that was my first, I would call my first dumb thing I bought was, was a Raptor. Yeah. Um, but that was, other than that, like, I don't really, um, I, I'm just a big reinvestor. I'm a very simple person uh, coming from where I came from to, uh, again, my, my folks and their, you know, their own thing. Like, mm-hmm. I had, I was the one that had the car in the family. I started at Brahms, yeah. right? <laughs> so I flipped burgers. Shout out Oklahoma Company. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So I started at Brahms flipping burgers yeah. and making computers. So that yeah. was my first real job, you know? I'm um, coming from that. And, you know, I'm just, just trying to save for the future. Um, I'm, 
I don't know. Other people see money differently than me. Um, everyone sees like not everyone. A lot of people are like, "Hey, man, I have this twenty dollars, and yeah. and man, I can. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something with this twenty bucks." And I'm like, I don't really know what I'm gonna do with that. Right. I'm just gonna hold on to it. I'm yeah. gonna wait. Okay, yeah. Because I don't see money as money. I see money as a number to get something accomplished. Is not that so much product of your upbringing. Then? Probably, yeah. um, probably. Again, I, everyone. I feel like everyone has a story. We broke, grew up poor, but like mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, it's it's different when you you go from like having to um, say politely borrow food when you're yeah. like six or seven years old right. from a grocery store because you know, yeah, you didn't have it right. Um, to to where I am today, I'm very super super humbled. Yeah, um, I always see that as not my money. I see that as. Uh, whether into it or not, kind of a gift, you know, you know, sure. religiously, um, and I need to be a good steward of such um, because that is not mine as a gift, and I always try to always remind myself that. Um, what can you do with that money? Like yeah. you just said, yeah. How can well, I how enrich can I others? Change? Yeah, it's that's not about really, me. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, a lot of people. I mean, there's plenty of stories out there. I, you know, people listening might know that one person in their town who got rich and left and never came back, and they never wanted to see the light of day of that town ever again. Yep. You know, yeah. Like, you could have easily done that, but you know. It seems like, just like you said, you're humble and, and you know, the product of your upbringing and family that's here and, and just growing in the cyber cyber you know yeah. industry in Oklahoma. Uh, I'm sure it makes you proud, proud of the state too. Yeah, no, I'm very proud, proud of the state. to be here. Yeah, yeah it's cool. I, I like Oklahoma. It's cool. Again, I've been everywhere and it's cool. Everyone's, uh, you know, everyone has their, their rotten eggs like every other place in the entire world, but like, it's good. Everyone yeah. is, it's a lot more chill here and it, it's my home and it'll always be my home no matter whatever doing movies or cybersecurity it's all the way up it's just it's this is my home and i'm comfortable here that's where yeah. i'm going to be until forever awesome well mate i appreciate you coming in but uh, to finish up where can people find you uh, website social media all the good stuff if they want to hire you or even if they're just listening and they want to reach out and they think cybersecurity could be a job for me yeah so um alias is uh, is the company aliasinfosec.com um my name is donovan farrow you can find me on linkedin um i respond to everybody unless you try to sell me something uh, <laughs> so but honestly you can ask anyone who's ever reached out to me don't feel intimidated and kind of as a as a kind of an air out is it was very tough for me to find someone to look up to mm-hmm. I say from a business perspective because those gentlemen and ladies were a little yeah. I, I don't know they're just a huge separation in, yeah. the, in this world in Oklahoma right now if you have any questions about how to build a business who to talk to how to get into cybersecurity um, I promise you I'll, I'll reply I've met with anyone who's talked to me or caught me on, on uh, mm-hmm. in LinkedIn or email I've always at least have a coffee with you because I'm interested in helping building you up um, and my payment, I tell this everyone, is my payment to me is you telling someone else, and that's my payment. Yeah. You kind of pass that along. So mm-hmm. just on that, um, and that's pretty much it. I, I don't get yeah. out too much, but uh, I got to keep Well, keep you got four kids, too, right? <laughs> so it keeps you busy. <laughs> yeah, I got four yeah, kids, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. Really yeah, kind of excited to, to share the story and, and talk about something that we haven't had on the podcast. You know, you like, you know, it's always nice to bring on guests that talk about different things, and this is definitely a huge topic in the world, and no doubt, you know, Know, continuing to of importance. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but it is going to grow in importance. And you know, last thing you do is want to get hacked. So absolutely. And if you do, you can give me a call. I'll help you out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll post the link to the website in the description. And you guys can go straight there. And uh, yeah, man. Thanks for coming in. And for everyone listening, we will catch you next episode. Cheers.
This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. The home market is booming and RCB Bank is here for you. If you're in the market to buy a home, a mortgage pre-qualification will make the process much easier. Talk to one of our mortgage professionals today. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, terms and restrictions apply, member FDIC, equal housing lender, RCB Bank, NMLS 798151. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.